Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me, as always, is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. What's up? How are you? It's warm. It's good. It is warm. It's a good you, day. you got you got your legs out today. Three days in a row. I'm I, good, good outdoor running weather. <laughs> Can't beat it. I I actually like prepared myself for the fact that you were gonna strut in here in shorts, and then you did, yeah. and I was like, legs! Oh my god! <laughs> Don't foresee myself wearing pants except maybe to cover a couple hockey games in the playoffs, because at that point you really can't. It, it's it's inappropriate to wear shorts to like a like a sporting event as a media person. Yeah, it kind of is. And also it's cold. Also it's cold. Yeah. is the bigger thing. So yeah, I, I need to like win the lottery before like a playoff game and then show up in my shorts. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Would you, still, would you still show up? Oh, just for that one thing to wear shorts. Oh, yeah. just to just yeah. show up in shorts and like a like a like a Rutgers t-shirt. Just be like, uh, I have no questions for anybody. I'm just going to disrupt <laughs> this press conference by walking around in my shorts. <laughs> Ten million. I, <laughs> I'm actually all for it. I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see the dead spin write up of your of your disruptive behavior. Oh, I would <laughs> I would create content for all the people that have given me reasons to, you know, create content and make it would be like my, my payback. Like I would just do something like not inappropriate, not enough to get me in jail, but enough for it to be like, you know, newsworthy. All right. Well, I'll look forward to when you win the lottery. When you win the lottery, you got to give me like a, a a tiny little like taste of it though. Because um, I've been good to you. I've been good to you. Yeah, you were until the jelly beans stopped showing up. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you about the jelly beans. I was mm-hmm. going to tell you before we started recording, but I'll tell the people so they know. Because actually, it's it. I, we owe them like a little bit of an apology. So here's the thing, you guys. I am part of a Facebook group. You all know you've heard me talk about my favorite podcast in the world, Watch What Crappens. I'm part of this honestly so great Facebook group that's like a fan group of Watch What Crappens. And someone posted the other day that complaining about one of the hosts, Ben Mandelker, who had been drinking um, like a, a chocolate chip frappuccino thing and he was like chewing the chips and like slurping and mm-hmm. it was loud and, and she was complaining. And then there there was this whole, which she shouldn't have done, um, but she did. And then there was like this whole thread about like pet peeves, uh, podcast pet listener pet peeves. And one of them, was people chewing, people drinking, people burping, like all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, eh, you know what? Oh, my God. We've been eating the jelly beans for two weeks in a row. You can hear the chewing. Yeah, because they're good. You want you to savor them. They are delicious, but like that doesn't really make for a great listener experience. So you guys, I want to apologize if any of you have been put off by the sound of us chewing jelly beans. We're, we're very sorry. They're delicious and we couldn't resist. My goodness. Um, but from now on, I'm going to just have a no jelly bean in the studio rule. 
I'm bringing a sandwich in next week. That's fine. You can you can bring a sandwich in. That's 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 worse than jelly beans. It's absolutely worse than jelly beans. But anyway, that's why right. there are no jelly beans. I'm sorry. I know I know I'm a bad co-host, Dave. Could, could I'm sorry. Could I appreciate um, jelly beans? But it's all right. But <sighs> we have we have a good episode today. Will that, will that make you happy? We have we have a we have a follow up question that's going to make you really really happy because someone someone took the Dave advice and not the Jolie advice. Hey, at some point I'm going to take <laughs> over this thing, and people are just going to start filling landfills with dirty old stuff that they're that's not going right. to clean. That's right. I and love you're, it, and you're going to win. Um, so you guys, for t- <laughs> <laughs> ask an environmentally crappy person, Dave Lozo. What's your question? It's got a nice Throw ring it to away. It. It's got a nice ring to it. Um, okay, so you guys, so today uh, we've got more of our wash what happens spring cleaning content. Still totally in love with wash what happens. Um, as promised on episode sixty one, today we're going to start with cleaning a fridge. We didn't get to that on episode sixty one when we were reading the question off about the. The lady with the bowl mm-hmm. with the broccoli salad. I was going to do a whole thing about cleaning a fridge, and then we didn't have time for it. So we're going to start with that today, um, and then we're going to we're going to talk about some more sort of kitchen specific, deep cleaning, spring cleaning type things, including something that I've been doing myself, um, and uh, and that's what we're going to do today. But before we get into it, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. And we do have some new patrons to thank this week. I did write them down, unlike last week. Uh, so big <laughs> thank you goes to Megan Dodge and... Lauren Covalucci. It's a good Thanks, name. Guys. Yeah, Covalucci is a really, really good it's name. It's like a hockey name almost, but like yeah. Lauren Covalucci. I actually kind of wish that Megan and Lauren would, would pair up because Dodge is also really good. Like being like a, a Dodge hyphen Covalucci would be. Hmm. Like Meg- Dodge, Dodge is a good one because I feel like you have a lot of really cool nicknames. Like you'd be Dodgy. Dodgy. I like that. It's a bit dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> What's with this podcast, mate? It's a bit dodgy. Um, speaking of dodgy, mm-hmm. let's go into our first question, which is uh, spectacularly dodgy. And on this one, I included the subject line because it, it has to do with his his uh, his yeah. kicker. Yeah, we get to it. Yeah. Okay. And it's David. It's your people. It's my people. Uh, subject, Zool. <laughs> subject, loud subject, sirens. sirens. Those are as loud as I've ever heard the sirens in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. David writes, subject, Zool, dear Ms. Care, the family had a Christmas dinner at my house. There was a good home, there was good home cooked food. The leftovers went right in my refrigerator. Some of them are still there, including the meat dish, which I did not finish off because I don't normally eat meat. And to be clear, he wrote this letter recently, correct? Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to give you yeah. the, the timeline. Mmm, <laughs> smell that fridge from over here. <laughs> I presume you've seen Ghostbusters. I have stopped eating at home because I am afraid to open the fridge. Please advise, <laughs> David. So, yes, this um, this wasn't sent this year. It was sent last year. It arrived in my inbox on April 18th. Oh, 2016. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So he... he he's, already, he's already died. He's already opened yeah, his fridge it's, in it's May. It's and... too late. <laughs> it's too late for David. 
Um, R.I.P. David. Sorry. <laughs> well, because I didn't have a podcast then, and like I can't do refrigerator stuff really at Esquire because they they um they frown upon that. The they say that the kitchen stuff doesn't do that well. They really want me to focus mostly on the style stuff, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like, but I like doing the style yeah. stuff, and I, mean, I have the podcast for all the other stuff. So it just happened to be that poor. Poor David <laughs> fell through the cracks. Here. I hope his fridge still has the meat thing in it. He's just been waiting. <laughs> He's been waiting to hear from me. Well, I mean, the other thing is there are deep cleaning instructions, deep cleaning of fridge instructions on the internet that I've written. So, like, if he got desperate, he he could have he could have Googled okay. Jolie Care Refrigerator, and he would have found he would have found plenty of help out there for him. And if he Google's Dave Lowe's refrigerator, it's just throw the refrigerator away. <laughs> yeah, throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Um, okay, so. I'm using this question to dive into how to do a, a deep clean of a refrigerator. But let me start with what David should specifically do and what you guys should do if you have something, some rotted food stuff in the fridge that you can't face. So the first thing is uh, time is not going to make it better. <laughs> so please do not delay. Do not, <laughs> like, it's not going to be better next week. It's not going to be better next month. Just get in there and deal with it. Okay, JFDI. This is this is the time when you need to be applying your JFDI. You're just fucking do it. Oh. Ah, JFDI is really really good. Yeah. Um, you kids and your it kids in your lingo. <laughs> it works really well though. It it really does work. It works for like everything. Um, works for going to the gym. It works for cleaning. It works for like just uh, anything. Calling your mom. <laughs> like hardcore Nike stuff. Yeah. Just fucking, Just fucking do, do it. it. Um, okay. So before you go in, this is like, this is going to sound incredibly facile, but I think it's worth saying. Uh, put on some rubber gloves because mm. you don't know what you're going to be touching. So before you even <laughs> open the refrigerator, just put on a pair of rubber gloves. Take a huge deep breath. Hold your breath. Open the refrigerator door. Grab what is ev- whatever is in there that needs to come out. Pull it out. Toss it in the sink. Shut the door. I'm going to recommend fans before you open the fridge. No, like, because that's just going to like get the air moving a little bit. Because if it just wafts into you and hovers there, they can blow it to a different part of the. Yeah, but it's just going to blow something. it around. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that's really going to help. I mean, maybe if it makes you feel better. I just feel like it's like walking into like you ever like see those episodes of Law and Art where the body's been there for yes. like a week and they walk in and you're just like oh like that's what I'm picturing with the fridge yeah I mean open I some think, windows maybe I think yeah I was gonna say open the window yeah, definitely something. open the window um okay so so you've you've taken a huge deep breath you've pulled whatever is in there out move as far away from it as you can <laughs> exhale and take another huge big deep breath and go and and get whatever it is if it's in a container that you're planning to save if it's look if it's in plastic tupperware of any sort just toss it it's a goner okay you're never going to get that thing clean and even if you do you're never going to want to use it so so just dave Hmm. there there this is the time david david do the dave thing just fucking david throw it away Even if it's like a nice dish, even if it's like a dish like your grandmother left you in the will. No, if it's it. a nice dish, don't throw just, it away. Just chuck it. Don't throw it away. Because like it, it'll probably still have that like lingering, like phantom smell. Like you won't, it won't really be there, but you'll associate that dish with that smell forever. But we know how to take care of it because in episode sixty-one we talked about the bowl with the broccoli salad. Oh yes. Which we have an update on today. Callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
So you guys are going to know what to do about the bowl situation. You're going to put vinegar in it, and that's going to be fine. Um, if if it's so, so if it's in like wrapped up in like tinfoil or saran, you, you know, use your and you have to save the bowl. Use your hands that you've got a glove on to to take everything out. Put it into a like a, a trash bag or that you can take immediately out. Old grocery bags just. Double, triple them up so they don't leak. Throw it in that and get it out of the house as fast as you can. Um, it's it's not going to be pleasant, but like be basically this is like cleaning yoga cleaning because you're going to want to be really mindful of your breath. So like just take take deep breaths, hold your hold it while you're near the food so you don't gag and and worse vomit. Um, but that's that's their sort of management. Okay, so with that out of the way, let's talk about deep cleaning a fridge. Hopefully, none of you are ever going to have to deep clean a fridge that is home to Zool, uh, as poor David is going to have to do. Um, but at some point, most of our fridges take on a little odor or they just need a deep clean because there are splatters everywhere or, I don't know, maybe you just feel like it. Sometimes I just feel like it. So here's what you're going to do. Step one, do not cheat on this step. I'm going to know if you do. Take everything out. Everything. Everything. That includes that box of baking soda all the way in the back. That includes your Brita filter. That includes everything that's in the, in the doors. That includes the, the crisper drawers. That includes the drawers themselves and the racks. Take all of them out. Everything that's removable should come out. Anything that can't, you know, sit out for more than 45 minutes, toss in a cooler or store in the freezer for temporary. Just don't forget it's in there. Um, most stuff should be able to sit out at, at room temperature for 30 to 45 minutes without being a huge problem. But if you're if you're really crazy about like food safety and all that stuff, use a cooler or throw things in the in the freezer and that's fine, too. Um, but really, everything has to come out. If you try to clean around stuff in the fridge it's going to take you longer you're not going to get things as clean and it's actually going to be more frustrating and annoying for you so don't chintz on that first step um the first thing that you want to clean are the drawers and the shelves because you've just taken them out um you can really just use dish soap and water like you just clean them like you clean dishes the only thing about them is that they tend to be sort of bulky and odd sized and they don't always fit that comfortably into your kitchen sink uh, if that is the case, the bathtub, provided it's clean, provided it's clean, um, the bathtub is a great place to wash those kinds of things. You can also take things outside and just like hose them off if you have an outdoor area in which you can do that. Um, so th those are a great things to do. Then in terms of cleaning the interior, uh, you have choices in terms of your product. So I'm going to suggest a few um, but really, you should use what you're comfortable with. The ones that I generally suggest are either an all-purpose cleaner um, that's safe to use on the material type that your fridge is made of. White vinegar, of course, my old friend, white vinegar, naturally. What else, what what else? else would there be? Um, or bleach. So let me let me talk about the, the choice. Really, the, the choice is, is between vinegar and bleach for, for a lot of people. A lot of people don't feel comfortable putting bleach around places where they store their food. That is fine. It is safe. 
but I can't change the way that you feel about it. And I don't particularly want to because your feelings are valid. Um, so if you are a person who feels nervous about the use of bleach, don't use it. You don't have to go ahead and use vinegar, which is almost as good. And it's totally natural and, you know, it, there's there's no concern about having it anywhere near your food because you could drink it. It's vinegar. Uh, you may not want to drink it, but <laughs> I drink it. Um, but there are some people who feel much better if they do use bleach. They feel that that bleach for them signals clean and especially in food prep areas a lot of people prefer bleach so both are totally valid i'm i don't advocate for one over the other just use what you're comfortable with in terms of your tools i really like adobe pad for this job that's the non-scratch 3m sponge um because fridges tend to have a lot of sort of like hardened on spills and splatters and stuff like that. And Adobe is really great about uh, at taking those up without scratching surfaces. So those are great. But you could use a regular sponge. You could use, uh, you know, a rag or a microfiber. I wouldn't necessarily use paper towels for this just because you're going to need a lot of them. And you want to be doing fairly heavy-duty scrubbing in there. Um, paper towels are really best saved until you're done cleaning to do one final once-over to sort of wipe up any cleaning product residue to get up any lint any anything like that so that's what you're going to do with that if there are spills that are particularly sticky and stubborn we've actually talked about this before but i but i actually don't even remember what episode it was in there's a little trick um for loosening those up that basically involves creating a hot compress that you put on the on the on the spill so a sponge or a rag is perfect for this. What you're going to do is you're going to soak the sponge or the rag in the hottest water you can find. Obviously, be mindful of your hands. Gloves are perfect for this. Wring it out and then press it onto the spill. That's going to kind of reconstitute it. Um, and when the sponge or the rag has cooled down, you can remove it. And if you can, you can sort of wipe as you remove it. Um, if it starts to come up, great. If it's sort of still sticky, just repeat it. Um, and that that's your sticky spill thing. That works in pantries too. So if you like spilled honey, that's a that's a good little trick to know about. Um, okay, so this real it's basically it's pretty straightforward. Um, a few little things to know about, especially if you've got like a a lingering malodor. Uh, most refrigerators have what's called a drip pan underneath the unit. If there is a persistent smell and you've cleaned out the whole refrigerator and you've like gotten rid of every every possible food that could be causing the smell and it's still there, it's probably because there's smelly water in the drip pan. So what you'll want to do is if you don't have your um, appliance manual anymore, you want to Google your make and model number of your fridge and you will find the manual online and you can look to see where the drip pan is located Usually it's behind a kick plate that either is screwed in or that you can just like that push like pops out um, and then you can just pull it out and clean it. Just, you know, hot soapy water. Uh, it might be a little bit nasty, but. What isn't? Yeah. What isn't when we're talking about stuff here? <laughs> this is true. Right. This is true. Stains, smells. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. That's I, what... <laughs> I'm more, I'm more just sit here and make jokes and talk about jelly beans, but 
That's important. That's we, what makes the show so we, great. We all play our roles. We all play our roles. I was actually thinking about how I cleaned my fridge a couple months ago. I did everything you, you said did. except for the hot. Because like, I had like the same situation with like a honey type substance. But oh. I, I just grinded it because I'm a man and I can <laughs> clean it with my muscle. And like my fingers hurt the next day. Grinding in the little grooves. Hot. That, that, that was the way That would have been helpful. I should have done that. Helpful. Why didn't you ask me? Because I'm a guy. I don't ask for help. I don't ask for directions. I don't ask for, you know, anyone to help me out when I got to do this. This is my fridge. I can clean my own fridge. Plenty of guys ask me for help. Yeah. I write for Esquire for crying out loud. I've literally written right into the job description. You you told me how to get, I want to say, vomit off my sneakers once, maybe? I feel like I had an issue once that you had the answer to. I can't remember what it was, though. I think it was sneaker related. Maybe it was like the smell of my sneakers. You've definitely, yeah. you've definitely assisted on some stuff. But oh, just, good. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. But the fridge, I was just like, you just, you were in a, had like a lettuce thing in there in the back that I just, oh, forgot oh, oh, liquefied lettuce is so bad. And for like a day, I was like, man, something smells outside my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Feel bad for that fool. And then like in the middle of the night, I got to go to the bathroom and I was like 30 feet from my fridge and I'm like, uh oh. You're like, oh, it's, getting, it's, me. it's getting stronger. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I know what I got to do when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like a good hour and a half. Yeah. Should we, um, I don't even know if I want to do this to myself. Should we put out a call for listener horror stories about rotted food stuff in the fridge? I mean. I guess I just did. Once we got through that meat, that meat email from just now, we can do anything. That, is that, this is pretty, that's pretty bad. Poor David died from the smell of the meat in his fridge. He might have. May, May 2016. He might have. <sighs> we can um, Okay, so um, one more important thing about the fridge. So, so once you're done cleaning it, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward endeavor, honestly. Like, once you're done cleaning it, obviously you're going to put everything back. But this is important. Your condiments. Wipe the bottles off mm-hmm. because the bottoms are probably still have, like, sticky ketchup. And if you put it right back unwiped it's just going to create another sticky mess that you have to clean up um so wipe all the bottles i usually use um like a a sponge in hot water hot water is is best for it just because it loosens everything up paper towels are fine too um but while you're doing that it's also not a bad idea to open everything and just check and make sure that like nothing is growing fur (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and as long as you're as long as you're detailing the ketchup bottles, you might as well just, look and just check it out. Make sure that the ketchup is still good. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's that's my that's my last um, my last tip vis a vis cleaning the refrigerator. Um, I'm trying to think if we let me let me peek at the at the script. Yeah, this is a good time for us to take a little break. We're gonna we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about um, some other cleaning kitchen cleaning. Uh, like deep, deep cleaning things, cabinets, walls, etc. So Dave and I will be right back with some more spring cleaning tasks to suggest. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr. Dave and I have been talking about spring cleaning the kitchen. So we've got another another question. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a stumper. Stumper? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got ideas. Yeah. This one's tough because you can't throw away what needs to be cleaned here. That's right. So I basically have one move <laughs> and, and it's blocked at this, at this point. So I don't know what to do, but all right, let's get into Sydney's issue. This is Sydney, two eyes. It says, hi, Jolie. My biggest problem is that I basically live right underneath the BQE. That's the Bronx Queens Expressway. Thank you for translating for the, that for the non-New for the kids Yorkers, out there, the non-New Yorkers, because nobody got Willett's Point last week, so no <laughs> one's going to get BQE probably. Uh, meaning that everything in my beautiful home is coated in some truly gnarly exhaust. My roommate and I deal with this through regular cleaning, but our kitchen cabinets, coated with some mixture of kitchen grease and exhaust dust, have been totally resistant to everything I've tried: diluted vinegar, straight vinegar, dish soap diluted ammonia i believe they're made of some sort of wood laminate thanks two exclamation points wait let me do that again thanks good yeah, yeah need that, a little more that, yeah that that yeah. captured yeah, yeah. sydney's enthusiasm it's a little too monotone yeah. on the thanks um thanks <clears throat> so listen i i'm um i don't know i do but i'm i'm distressed that ammonia has failed Sydney. That's what I mean. Like, once bleach... Yeah, like, if ammonia isn't working... Doesn't ugh, work. I don't know what to do. Ammonia is about as, about as tough as it gets in the cleaning world. You just keep your windows closed all the time? No, I mean... Does that help? Does it keep all the stuff out? No, no. Because, like, my my bedroom windows are almost... Like, in the, especially in the winter, they're almost always closed. And, like, they're still just, like, grit on the baseboards below mm. the windows because they're not... They're not properly sealed, and it's an old building, and it's New York, and it's filthy. Yeah. And, um, so, okay, I, I do have ideas, but, I, but I'm distressed that the ammonia hasn't worked. And before I get into my ideas, I want to say that for most of you who need to be cleaning sort of sticky kitchen cabinets, diluted ammonia is amazing. Um, and our patrons will have heard me talk on last week's bonus episode about cleaning my kitchen cabinets with ammonia the other weekend. And then I promptly threw up on my own feet. Dave, do you not remember this? I remember that yeah, part, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I, I, think, I remember us talking about Exodus. We talked a lot about Exodus. That part, that part was the, the highlight for me. And then, and, then I, and then I talked about vomiting on my own feet. Classic. Um, <laughs> classic Jolie Classic move. adult move. <laughs> Um, well, listen, I had the, I had the flu that the Red Sox have and you're, you're one flu. of, one of your publications, Vice Sports, like, was like mocking the twins for, for disinfecting yeah, the whole that. clubhouse after the Red Sox were there. And I was like, no, that was right. That's exactly what they should have done. I had that flu. I vomited on my own feet. It's no well, joke. But the worst part is it's like Mookie Betts has it. Who's on my fantasy team and he's oh, kind of struggling. No. And Hanley. Hanley's played like one game this year. Oh, no. Like, like. You know, think about my fantasy this team. This flu stops being a joke when Dave's fantasy team right. is compromised. I believe in jokes about everything, but when it comes to jokes that make fun of my fantasy baseball team, that's where <laughs> I draw the line, people. God, show some respect. Okay, so 
So for, for most people, the diluted ammonia is amazing. I like using a rag for it. I just think it, it's just an easier way to do it. And all you're going to do is, is wipe the cabinets just the way that you would wipe a countertop. It's, it's no different. It's just vertical instead of horizontal. Uh, in this case, for Sydney, I have a few ideas. The first idea is that I wonder if she would benefit from using what's called sudsy ammonia. So there's regular old ammonia, which is just ammonia. And then there's another kind of ammonia that's called sudsy ammonia, and you can buy it or you can make it. And all sudsy ammonia is is ammonia plus dish soap. So it may be that like she just needs the extra detergent in there. Um, another thing that she m- might want to try, if she wants to try some different products, Simple Green is really good. I feel, though, that if ammonia didn't work, Simple Green is not going to cut it. But there's always a chance. The other thing that may actually be stronger than ammonia are any of the ZEP degreasing products. You can find those at um, Home Depot, at Lowe's, at hardware stores. The ZEP products are really, really good. They're no joke. So it may just be that she needs to sort of step up her product game. But again, I mean, ammonia is pretty, is pretty hardcore. So if we want to sort of stick with the idea that ammonia is pretty hardcore... The next thing that I would suggest to her is to just change the tools that she's using. And it may be that she needs to use a scrub brush to really scour off all of that buildup. So they may, that may do it. The other thing that I would recommend doing in concert with a scrub brush is getting a squeegee. Ooh. Ooh. Can you just buy one of those as a civilian? I always wonder where you get those. i never seen her like a squeegee in a store. Yeah. Like a hardware store? You just go in and get yeah. a squeegee? Oh, yeah. I want a squeegee. They're all different kinds of squeegees. Tell me more. <laughs> well, I do, we have, do we have time? I, well, I'll I'll do it in another episode. I'll do a, I'll give you guys a whole primer oh, on squeegees. I figured I mean, they I were all do, the same. I want to do my research and make sure that I'm covering all of the bases and not like missing some important subcategories hmm. of squeegee. But yeah, there are all different kinds. No kidding. Yeah. Like, so like the car one is different than like the the building window mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I figured they were all just the same and just different lengths of stick. Look at that. No, I, they're I've different. Ma- they're different materials and they're different sizes and they're different. Sort of blade gauge, mm. I guess. Blade gauge. Yeah. Oh, now I've got him excited. Now he wants to clean. The new Wesley Snipes movie, yeah. Blade Gauge, <laughs> where he just saves the lives of window washers all throughout New York. Blade Gauge, PG-13. Okay, so that that's what I'm going to suggest for Sydney. And since we're sort of on this topic of, of washing our vertical surfaces... And since this is a thing that I have actually been doing in my own life, I thought we would detour quickly to talk about washing walls. I've mentioned it a lot in the past couple of weeks. I actually, over the weekend, um, I was rearranging some art in my apartment. Ooh, fancy. And, yeah, very fancy. Moving the Picasso over to get more sunlight here during <laughs> yes. daylight, daylight yes. savings. Exactly. Oh. Um, and, when, and so when I was taking things down... Um, I was like, okay, well, as long as I've got everything off the wall, I should wash it because everything is off the wall. So I did. Here is really all you need to know about washing a wall. First, you should test and make sure that whatever product and tool you're using are safe to use on the surface, aren't going to cause any damage. So test in a little inconspicuous spot before you start going. 
There is really nothing to washing a wall. I like using rags for it. I find that they just are easier to use. They cover more surface area. I generally use like a diluted multi-surface cleaner, but I just have plain painted walls. It's nothing fancy. Um, And so that's fine for me. You could use diluted just soap. Um, Ammonia is great if you have sort of like, if there's there's sticky buildup. Um, Diluted ammonia is also great. And what you're going to do is you're just going to scrub the walls just like you would scrub a countertop or a floor. The one thing I do want to warn you about is that it doesn't sound like it should be very hard work. It is incredibly tiring physical work. I am so tired right now. I'm out. Uh, yeah, no, Dave's never cleaning a wall. No. Um, I am so tired. I so totally overdid it on the physical activity um, uh, over the weekend and through until Monday. We're recording this on Tuesday. Um, that I like, I cannot get ahead of the fatigue. I'm so tired. I'm so tired that last night I fell asleep during Southern Charm, which airs from 9 to 10 p.m. Wow. I just conked out. Is that a WB show starring no, Sarah Michelle Gellar? Oh, that's one of my Geller? Bravo programs. Oh. That's one no. of my Bravo programs. I didn't know that. Um, so what you're saying is that you don't want no scrubs. <laughs> you know that one of the Real Housewives wrote that song, right? I think you told yes, me that. Yes, I think I The Atlanta one? Yes. Yeah. See? You remember. I, you remember. I can retain stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like you just forgot everything. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it's very physical. The one last tip that is like, this is the MacGyver tip. This is this is actually like really fun to bust out. I'm short, so I can't, even on my tall ladder, I can't reach all the way up to the top of the wall. So I need to MacGyver a solution to clean up at the top of the wall. Squeegee. And no, because I can't reach with the squeegee either. Wow. Um, I'm, Dave, I'm, I'm... You're not that short. I don't, maybe your walls are just Dave, tall. you've got over a foot on me. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I'm super tall. You're not super tall. I'm You're like normal tall. tall. I'm like tall. You're tall. Tall. You're not super tall. Like I'm not venti. You're not venti at all. Like somewhere between You're tall grande. and venti. Oh, wait. Tall is the small one? No. Grande, yeah, you're tall right. Is small tall one. is the small one. Yeah, you're grande. How does that is Starbucks? I'm like a money? tiny little espresso shot. Okay. Little package, a lot of energy. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 5'2". I'm short. So I, t- I take a, a, my rag, my like, cleaning rag, and a rubber band, and I rubber band the rag over the rush side of a broom. And I dip it in my solution hmm. and kind of squeeze it out, and then I... You guys can't see me because it's a podcast, but I'm demonstrating with my hands the motion, the scrubbing motion. We talked about which, this too once before. I, remember I think the, we've talked about the, it, yeah. The broom thing. Yeah, I think we have. Might have been the episode with the guy that had the collar. The guy with the collar? The, the guy who wore like the, it was like the, the not bondage. Oh, the, bondage. the S&M guy. S&M guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he had the cleanest collar. I think that might have been. I feel like we did. Way. Yeah. I can't remember why it would have come up in that episode. That was a Maureen episode. And literally, I can't remember what Cassie's talking about for the most, for the most part in her next <laughs> letter, which was like two weeks ago. Speaking- I, I don't do drugs. I swear, people. <laughs> Barely drink anymore. Speaking of Maureen. Uh. Um, I saw Maureen yesterday because I was a guest on her podcast, Sex Live. So I will tweet that out. You guys should be on the lookout for that. Um, it'll probably come out in the next couple of weeks. We answered, um, she had listener voicemails. And so we sort of answered questions and talked about it. And it was really great. Dave couldn't be there, which was sad. This week sucks. We, we, wanted, this week. we wanted him to be there. But he is real busy with hockey. I had answers. If she wants to like forward me the questions and I can just like read them to her, she's really desperate well, for we, content. Well, we... We'll talk about them when she comes back because, you know, she's coming back in about a month. Yes, she is. Um, 
episode 69. Expo 69. She was very excited about it. So nice. so we'll we'll kind of revisit some of the um the things that we talked about and get your take. I was surprised Dave had a had quite a different take from um one of the takes that Maureen and I had, which I was surprised at. Yeah, cuz she, she she thinks that I'm just a disgusting gross dude that would just completely destroy her 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 beautiful home with my No, with I don't my think that. Stuff. I don't think that. I Immediately I, you were like, oh, he'd be just like, the second I left the house, just every room. That's what you no, thought. No. Yeah. No. It was a weekend. That, that, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do the question in the future. Yeah. But. This is bad podcasting. Yeah, this is just um, rambling. No one cares about yeah. this. Okay. So, but but listen listen for, for Maureen, because I'll be on Sex Live. Um, okay. A few more things about, about the walls. I uh, always want to mention magic erasers, and as a reminder, buy the generic ones and save a few pennies. Um, they're very good to use for little scratches or nicks on walls. Um, you always want to test those out and be sure that they won't damage the finish. Um, another thing that's just like, it's just top of mind because I, I literally just did it. Um, it is not a bad idea, at least once a year, like spring cleaning is a good time to do it, to clean the anything that's hanging on your walls you actually don't realize how dirty especially things that are covered with a glass front you don't really realize how much environmental grime those glass fronts pick up um but they do and so it's not a bad idea to clean them you know just glass cleaner and and paper towels or rags is fine uh when you're doing that be sure to get the top of the frame because there's probably a lot of dust there if you feel brave take the the art off the wall and look and see if there's like a grit ring around the wall because there probably is. And then you might want to clean it and then it'll be very helpful for you that you heard my instructions on how to clean a wall. Uh, if you want to save your sanity, don't ever take the art off your wall because what you don't know won't hurt you. Um, <laughs> what you don't know might hurt you. La, 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 la. Who sings that? I don't. I don't even know what song you're singing. That's it's like the it's like another. Is it Laura Branigan again? Might hurt you. Oh, I'm gonna Google it while you're talking. Okay. Well, I think it's like a one-hit wonder person. I'm done talking, and it's oh. time for you to to read the Maybe Cassie read the, the follow-up from from Cassie. Okay. So let me let me remind the people. In episode 61, we had a question from a listener named Cassie. She had a Rachel Ray garbage bowl that had broccoli salad in it. It was sitting in her refrigerator for a month, and it, well, it was broccoli salad. So it had, like, cheese and... Yeah. Cre- Already it was... It was, like, it just was, all it was, dairy. It, it was, was all gr- dairy. Yeah, it was gross when it was fresh, so a month later. Yeah. Um, and so the, the bowl stunk. She had, a, she had a smell problem. And she also, in her email, said something to the effect of, like, Dave... Dave does a good job or like Dave is okay. Yeah. And, da- and that's, da- all, that's and, all I'm looking for. And Dave, and Dave was it's like, fine. she hates me. And I was like, no, 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 that's her way of saying I love Dave. And that's important to this follow-up email because Dave was very confused about. Yeah. I don't remember any of the- that. <laughs> to be fair, a guy using a toothbrush on like a daddy collar is, w- it's way more likely I'm going to remember that story than I am. Oh, of be. course. Yeah. That's, that's normal. That's, that's normal story. human behavior. That's a good story. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So you can read the follow-up. All right. Here's Cassie. I just threw it away. 
Yes. I knew you would be happy. I knew you would be happy. I'm slowly taking over. See how nice I am that I that I share these things. <laughs> like I could have just deleted this email. I could now. You you may not have ever known. You could have just started it at the, the, the second sentence, and I never would have known. <laughs> well, actually, no, I would have. She would have explained it. But okay, I soaked it in the water and dish soap for a while, and then ran it through the dishwasher a few times. Seemed to get the smell out, but I know your white vinegar trick next time. I know. I now know you're. I now know. Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's one of those things. It's like a, it's like a mental trick when the words are the same back to back. You yeah. just don't see it. But I now know your white vinegar trick for next time. Much appreciated. You'll have to let Dave know my boyfriend has a really deep voice too. Ha ha. Looking forward. <laughs> There's an exclamation point there, so I just I just wanted to read it the way it was. Ha ha. Looking forward to the next episode as always. Take care. Okay, so here, so here's what happened because the lag time between when she sent the question and when she heard the episode was like long enough. She heard the episode after she had already thrown the bowl away, so that's what the story is. Um, and so that was why she was saying that like now I know the vinegar trick for next time. So I, you know, I feel I feel kind of badly because I can't, I obviously cannot respond to every question. That comes my way. And actually, I think I've talked about this before, that I, when I first, very, very, very first started the column, I used to write back to every single email. And I finally stopped one because I, I just didn't have time to do it. And it wasn't, wasn't really all that realistic. And I sh- you know, needed to break away from committing to that kind of thing. But also because no one really ever wrote back to say thank you. Oh, yeah. And Ungrateful sons of bitches. I, I was reminded of that... Again, recently, I got I got a question from someone who had like a pretty serious mold problem, and it was bad enough, and it was like affecting her health. It was it was bad enough that I wanted to write back and help her, and I did, and she didn't say thank you. Well, maybe the mold got her. Maybe it did. Well, listen, then she deserves it for not saying thank wow. you. No, I don't mean that. But no, but meaning, you know, it. It's yeah. frustrating when I take the time to email someone personally to help them out and they can't even be bothered to, to take 10 seconds to write thank you and hit send. Hmm. Um, so it's hard. And that, you know, but then I feel bad because I, I like I feel bad about David and his Zool refrigerator and I feel bad about Cassie and her bowl. Like maybe if I'd written back to them and that, you know, I could have helped them. And you can't save them all. No, I can't save can't. them all. I can't. I can't. So anyway, I, you know, I'm sorry. If you've written to me with a question and and you really are desperate, the best thing I, I could tell you um, is to try to Google and see if I've already written about a solution to the problem that you have. Because I probably have, or at least there's something maybe close enough um, to, to your scenario that you can find um, at least some guidance out there. Um, tweeting at me is almost guaranteed to get a response. Though. So if you're in really dire straits and you need help, um, Twitter, I do. I do very. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty like a plus about customer service on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, because it's just easier. I usually just shoot links out in response. Um. So, in any event, all right. So, listen. Um, that is basically it for this episode. We have a little bit more time, and I did want to give a follow up about oven cleaning because I said that I was going to try something, and I, and I did. Kind of. And so I want to give an update on that. So I mentioned that there's this technique that involves putting a bowl of ammonia into a cold oven and closing the door and leaving it overnight. And that that will then like 
loosen up all of the baked on oven stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> I was wondering where you're going to go with that. I was, I was thinking gunk stuff. Um, so I actually I need to amend the instructions a little bit because I I left a part an important part of the instructions out, which is that you're supposed to put the bowl of ammonia on the top rack and then on the bottom rack you're supposed to put um, like a shallow pan of boiling water and then you close the oven door and that all makes sense because basically the steam is gonna mm. like mix with the ammonia and then <laughs> yeah so anyway so one that's important two I did I did start to try it. And then I got nervous and I took the ammonia out. So I got nervous because, first of all, there was a very strong ammonia smell and I didn't love that. And also it was it was taking me back to the previous weekend where I had washed the cabinets and the floors with ammonia and then vomited on myself. And so it was like triggering that. <laughs> This is basically a vomit <laughs> podcast now at this point. It basically is. Um, well, listen, barf is my brand. Mm. Um, you should do it in your boyfriend's handbag. <laughs> or, no, wait. It'd have, have to be your bowl. I'm getting a good look at a handbag by sticking my head up a butcher's ass, but I'd rather take the handbag designer's word for it. I don't know why I got that mixed up. <laughs> Really not drunk at all today. I know it's a nice day, and you think you'd be sitting outside drinking all day, but nope, nope, nope. Just writing about hockey, and talking about, about hockey. puke all day today. Oh boy. Um, okay, so I got nervous. The house smelled like ammonia, and it was like it was it was bringing back bad bad memories of vomiting on my own feet. And then and then I got nervous because you know how I always talk about how I'm scared of everything. Like that was one. It was just made me. It just made me scared. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. To be fair, like I feel like that's how like they make bombs in movies. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, like they stick a, they stick ammonia in the microwave. Exactly. And like yeah, I, I just like the whole thing was just made me nervous. So I I it, I only kept the thing in there for like twenty minutes and I took it out. I was too nervous. So I'm sorry, you guys. I failed you. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you this to tell you that like, if that idea makes you nervous, don't do it. I'm, I'm never going to tell you to do something that I'm too scared to do myself. Um, and I always want to be super, super honest. In fact, in, in last week's bonus episode, um, I was telling the full story about (laughs) how I ended up vomiting on my own feet. Um, and we, and we kind of ended by saying like, I'm always going to be super honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you about like me and my tendency to vomit on my own feet. I'm going to be honest about being too scared to put ammonia into my oven. I'm going to be honest with you about telling you that washing a wall is like the most insanely hard job ever. It should not be that hard, but it really is. I'm so tired that I fell asleep during Southern Charm. Thank you, wall washing. I blame you entirely. Thank you what? Wall washing. A wall washing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's my honesty spiel. Um, I think we're about done. <laughs> yeah, I think a, we're about done. That's enough. Yeah. Um, this is a nice tight episode. We went long last week with Kristen. I miss her already. Yeah, she was fun. Do you miss her? I do a little bit. She was great. Like when I saw the tweet this morning, we tweeted it out. I, I thought back to me sitting here and watching you two talk. It was like, <laughs> it must have been like when Ben Affleck would watch Matt Damon and the, that's that Stars Guard guy in Goodwill Hunting talk math. <laughs> <laughs> While he was just there, like thinking about like you know Boston sand and gravel or whatever it was. Like that's just how I felt the whole entire time. Like she was like, and another thing that could scratch your car. And I'm like, what? What else could scratch your car? 
if you're holding a bag that's paper and it has a scratch in it, like that could open up. The, like, oh my god! I sent her so yesterday when I was leaving my house to go see Maureen, um, there was a, a van parked outside my local bodega. The the back doors were open, and the whole back of the van was just filled with gravel and like chunks of concrete, like oh almost all the way up to the ceiling of the van. Like her nightmare. And I, t- I was, I took a photo of it and I sent it to her and I was like, thinking of you. And she was like, oh my God, we can stop. It's like when you send me dirty toilet <laughs> the water dirty in the tub. Water. Oh my God. Like, it was, it's like, it's like in the, the Lego movie when like the master builders can like see stuff and then they can like build it. Cause like they can just see everything that had it. And like everything she sees is just like a thing that could scratch her car. Don't put that banana by the door. <laughs> I don't know. That little rind on the outside looks a little, st- no, no, we're, we're not putting that in the car. It's a lot of pressure, I think, to to drive with her in the car. Oh, I'd be terrified. And I'm me. I enjoy making fun of Logan. We should bring in somebody once a week to make fun of X Men movies. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. All right. We'll we'll be sure to I'll be sure to get right on that (laughs) when booking guests. Um, just call in. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners. We would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 